We like coffee and a bowl people. We like coffee and a bowl people. I like you. You like me. But other than that, we, we only like coffee and a bowl. Four people. Four people. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you sing if you're tone deaf. <laughs> okay, you okay. guys. I mean, we did have coffee this morning. Maybe a little too much. Maybe. Maybe that's the problem. It was from Chick-fil-A. It was delicious. Oh Who even God. knew that Chick-fil-A made cold brewed iced coffee? I think it. Ha- I think cold brew has extra caffeine. Oh, I hope so. Not just because it's cold. Right. I Why? think that they do it. Espresso or something? No, no. They blew, they brew, they blew, they blew, blew it. They blew <laughs> brew. <laughs> they brew it overnight. That's what I heard. <gasps> yes, they do steep it longer. I knew yeah. that. And yes. so then the caffeine grows. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love it. This is our own take. <laughs> That's not okay. what happens. But anyways. So this is series number two on our 911 series, right? Last one, awesome. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And we got like a sense that most, what, citizens? <laughs> yes, yeah, citizens. Civilians. Jeez. We're civilians. Yeah. Just most people don't know what actually goes on when you dial 911. Yeah. Because if you think about it, when we were hired, yeah, we thought the same thing. Like, you dial 911, the person on the other end is who's coming to help you. Because <laughs> you don't really think, like, there's a huge process, and they have to do this, and they have to type it in. It goes to somebody else across the room or in a different room or Yeah, some whatever. of them are, yeah. like, cities away from each other. Yeah, that's psychotic. So, yeah. We, I don't know, how did you stumble upon these questions? Um, I was in this group. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about what we did last last time. Oh, okay. lastly. Sisters. The lastlies? Yeah. yeah. And they they had no idea that there was a process like that. And we were looking at some of the questions that were being asked mm-hmm. on there and thought, wow, you know, you There's never a lot realize of that yeah. citizens really don't know how the 911 system works. Right. And so there's a lot of questions. So we decided we're going to read these questions and answer them on air. And it might be something that could help you out later in life. Yeah. Or at least give you more of an idea of what 911 dispatchers do. Yes, there are some cool like little tips in here too. So. Oh, good. Nice. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to read a question because this one I thought was very interesting. Okay. Is it true that people call 911 and order a pizza Okay. to try and alert you to a bad situation? I've never even heard of that. Okay. Have you? Yes, I've heard of it. And actually, I s- took a call like this. So it's not yeah. true. Um, Don't do that. like dispatchers are not trained. If someone's asking to order a pizza, you immediately think it's this certain thing. Situation. No kidding. We, That's we so don't weird. know. But, like, goes back to experience. And um, I did have somebody call. And she was trying to talk to me. But it was like somebody came into the room and while she was talking to me. And I could tell that it was a domis- domestic situation. And oh, she said, are you kidding me? I'm just ordering a pizza. So I could hear her saying that and he was all pissed off he took the phone from her and said who is this 
And I remember my first thing was, who yeah. is this? Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, I better play it out because, like, what if she gets in a lot of yes. trouble? I'm like, your wife was ordering a pizza. And he's like, oh. And then he handed her back the phone. Oh, good. And I okay. took a whole pizza order with him in the room, right? right. And olives and cheese bread and Pepsi, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I would ask her questions in the middle of that saying, is your address this? Is this correct? She would say yes. I would say, okay, is is that your husband? Are you guys fighting? Oh, yes. Do you oh have any weapons? Gosh. No. So all of that went into play wow. um, for us to get there and make an arrest. And I, like he was holding her, not hostage, but I basically, I mean, it's her husband, but and it's her house, but she was, he wouldn't let her leave. He wouldn't oh let gosh. her call. He wouldn't let anything he was basically holding her hostage. Oh, that's ridiculous. And he got arrested for that, and Good. she was bawling her face off. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I got an award for that one. Yeah, that's um, great. Then I have heard on like Dateline or something like that mm-hmm. before where somebody called in and was ordering a pizza, and they were um, – no, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was on a movie. Oh, okay. And they called and were ordering a pizza, and the dispatcher on the right. other end was um, knew like that that meant that they were oh. in trouble. Okay. And so that help. I mean that's not a thing. But if you're in trouble and it's you need, yeah, yeah, you need to find a way to get to nine one one and not alert the person. Yeah, that and is a give good your way. address, like right. Oh, okay. Can you send the pizza to? Yeah. Blah 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 blah, and then at least you have their address. I know, but the sad thing is, is I would, I don't know if all dispatchers are as savvy as you. I know it does yeah. come with experience. You can tell by yeah. people's tone, your tone of voice, yeah. gut yeah. instinct comes yes. into play a ton. Oh my gosh, how crazy! Um, yeah, there were tons of situations where. Someone would just call 911, set their phone, just listen as much as you yes, can. And then course. you hear arguing in the background yeah. and you're like, oh, something's not yeah, right. Definitely. So down. Definitely. Oh, yeah, it, it comes with experience. You have that. You have to. You so, that instinct to be a dispatcher and you have to care enough to listen. But don't sure. just go. Um, I'm ordering a pizza and expect. Yeah. And expect that other dispatchers will. No. I can't speak to Let me read mine. Okay, so this one says, "How? so how do you know people with warrants in other states get away so often? I got pulled over recently and the police officer told me I had an unpaid seatbelt ticket in the neighboring state. I don't understand how people with felony warrants get away. Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not pulled over. So I mean, what happens in this system um, yeah. when you are issued a warrant, it is usually due to a charge that you have. They, so they have a charge. Either they were issued a citation to appear in court or they haven't paid a fine. Something like that will make it. So that a judge issues a warrant. Um, a warrant is basically just you can either have a warrant where you need to pay. Well, a fine there's so many different yeah. yeah, warrants. I mean 
There's been put in place so that you appear. Times where they've looked someone up just by their license plate or something and they have a warrant. I've looked up several times where they've had warrants and they're bad. Oh, yeah. Murder, charges, all kinds of And you're like, um, this person. Has a warrant. So if, if it was something like that where they did pull them over for something where they were just pulling them over and you run the plate and something like that comes up or the name yeah or the name exactly so we have a system it's called ncic it's the national criminal Criminal investigation center yeah yes so that goes across uh the united states at least yeah and um when you enter a warrant if it's a if it's a big warrant they will put it into NCIC. Any of the warrants actually I think yeah. go into NCIC. And sometimes they even say what the amount of the oh, yeah. warrant is, yeah. what it's for, we when entered, it was. We entered yeah. stuff onto NCIC. Yep. Like That's that. very interesting but it does kind of give you a heart attack if homicide comes up. Oh yeah. Something like that. Yep. I remember being like uh okay and like, then you tell are them Are you by yourself? Yeah. Is that person in front of you? Because you don't want to give a warrant out No. when that person's not handcuffed. Yeah. And I think you would just say yeah. You ten ten to copy on a 28, yeah. 29. Yeah. Right. Um, what happens then is we run your name. The officers have us run the name or the license plate, which will then bring up a history if mm-hmm. you are a criminal yeah. or even if you have a parking ticket um, mm-hmm. that's gone long enough for you to get a warrant in a neighboring state. So you would be brought up. It would say shows a warrant. You click on the warrant and it, depending on what it is, It'll say what state it came out of, the amount, Mm -hmm. and it'll sometimes, if it's bad enough, it says Mm -hmm. arrest immediately. Yeah, and so I think that kind of answers that person's question, too. If it's not a bad warrant, you know, or if it's not for a certain amount, they're not going to take you into jail for it if it's a speeding ticket or something. Well, and it depends on your restrictions of the jail, too, because we have overcrowding in our jail. That's right. And so sometimes um, it'll be felony only. Mm -hmm. If you have a misdemeanor warrant out, they're basically just going to reissue you a appear in court Mm -hmm. and release for domestic violence. As to fugitives, they're Mm -hmm. not going to let fugitives go depending it depends yeah, so on what it if is it yeah. was out of state there's a whole process so i would it's called teletypes on the computer i would read the warrant over to the officer hey this person does have a warrant it is for a felony three possession controlled substance mm-hmm. and a felon with a weapon uh, they would say, okay, can you contact that state and see if they will extradite? Mm-hmm. Extraditing is where they come, either we bring this criminal to that state or they send someone to come and pick that mm-hmm. person or up. Or whether from it's halfway state. or whatever, yeah. 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 Meet halfway. Yeah. And some states don't. Yeah. Yeah. California, California is a big one. I mean, California is huge, first yes. of all. Yes. And, I mean, they just don't have the resources to be sending people to all these states to pick up their criminals, right? Right. right. So if it's not something that you're taking him to prison on and Mm -hmm. you're just going to release him on a citation, call him and say, hey, we have Tommy Jones here. It looks like he has. Sometimes we'll contact. um, You do it all through computer, but if it gets to where they need you to hurry, you can call the police department. It'll be in the NCIC hit. And you can a uh, misdemeanor warrant out of your state, mm-hmm. and they'll say no, no, or yes, yeah, exactly. Just, just issue them yeah. a 
to appear and release. But if not, if you have charges, the police have charges, and they want to extradite, then, of course, we take them in. But sometimes the other state doesn't want to extradite, and we don't have enough to hold them on. So it will let them release. But if they're a felon, odds are they've probably hidden from getting caught. That's probably why they've had a felony worn out for so long as nobody's come in contact with them to run it. That's what that is. All right. This one says, why when I call 911 police department, sheriff's department, do I have to state my name? What if I want to remain anonymous? Recently, I called Crime Stoppers so that they could be anonymous for a case of suspicious activity, and they acted super annoyed and said I had to call the police for that. Just wondering why stating your name is necessary and what they do with that info. I, I mean, with us, you don't always have to state your name. Depending on the situation, we need to know who to contact. If you're witnessing something and we are not and the police are not, sometimes that's your word against theirs. So if we don't have anything to go on, we need your name because we're going to have to have you fill out a statement. Yeah, I mean, Um, if it's something like the dogs barking next door or the people down the road are having a party, I don't think that you need to leave your name and you can remain anonymous. But yeah, I mean, if it's something that's crucial to what you're calling about, don't call unless you want to and leave your Crime name. Crime Stoppers is not your yeah. local PD. No. Crime Stoppers is going to be something completely different. So if you're just calling about something that's in your local area, Crime Stoppers wouldn't be who to call. You would call your local PD. Yes, of course. And then you could say, well, I don't want to, you know, leave my name. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's one of the first things that we ask is because... We want to know who we're talking to mm-hmm. in case the call gets disconnected. Disconnected, that's exactly. Um, so the first questions you're going to be asked, and you might as well just prepare yourself for that, is your address. And your name. So find out where you are. Get a good landmark. If we did get that a lot. Yeah. Um, or at least know your street signs. Um, be aware of where you are. Of where you that are, exactly. That's, that's given I never knew where the hell I was. I got lost all what? the time. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Me and Rihanna, one time we were driving the complete opposite direction on the... Not on the freeway, but like we were supposed oh. to be headed home and we ended up going almost to um, Ogden. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That's no good. No. Listen, I was young. I've but, always known like north, south, east, and west. And yeah. there is a lot of people that Tons. don't know. Yeah. Or somehow they get to a place and they don't know where they are. Know an address. Um, look at what's around you. Know your directions for the love of God. Please yes. know north, yes. south, west, east. I know. A lot of people don't have they any They don't idea know. Because they'll say, to the left of me. But they're to the left. Well, we're not there. Are exactly. You standing? So we don't know what your left, left looks like. Exactly. Small towns are, have, a, have it a lot easier because then they can... They know everything oh, there, yeah. right? But if right. they say Walmart to us, we have yeah, there's 63 yeah. from here there's to downtown. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So, like, know where you are. Seriously, you can avoid a lot of things that way. When you pull into a street, just glance up at the street. Mm-hmm. Just know anything could happen at any time. So, exactly. just kind of know around about where you're at. So that you can give some sort of guidance to us because cell phones, they do ping, but sometimes the ping can be up to about a mile or something, right? Two miles radius. Yeah, exactly. I wish they could, they could do something about that. 
Um, so if you register your phone, your cell phone, okay. you can go to your whatever city you live in um, and you can register your cell phone. Okay. So, and that's good. Um, 911 needs that. Yeah. We want you to do that so that it has your name when it pulls up wherever mm-hmm. you call from. It'll give a name and an address and it'll try and ping your closest location right but if we can't get that at least we know where you live so that we can contact and see if someone's there who knows knows. where you're at okay good so it gives you a basis of where to start yeah Um, good so that's really strange wouldn't do they give that option when you get a new cell phone like through at&t or through something like that they should exactly that should be that should be like a mandatory thing yeah it you should know? be for sure because I don't care who you are. You don't just want to not have nine one one know where you are. Um, I know people who got lost in the woods. No, don't go to the lost woods. in the woods. Yeah, never go to the woods. <laughs> woods never are a bad idea. <laughs> um, but would go in the canyons like hiking and things. Uh, okay, we would get a GPS coordinate. Oh my gosh! Um, and we would have to convert that GPS coordinate to see kind of. Where exactly they where they were and that's just come into play in the last couple years that's awesome that we've been able to use that gps yeah. older cell phones didn't even have no that no, sort of thing they didn't so wow, that's yeah crazy. get on your city's website and register your cell phone yeah, for register. System. definitely for sure this one i thought was a good one because it's so true with dispatch um so it says what do y'all do for self-care I'm a counselor in training, and I have listened to a lot of trauma survivors discuss their past, and it would be vicariously traumatic, so I'm just wondering how y'all deal with hearing it all the time, Mm. in real time. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people in here, there's a girl, she says, I take personal time, mental health days, vacation days, etc. I'm sure I have my me time even if that's a bath for a few hours alone without kids. Hmm. And then another dispatcher says, what is this thing called self-care? <laughs> exactly. Because right? I didn't do says, anything. I'm one of the bad ones who works constantly Yeah. because they don't have enough people. So mm-hmm. everybody's always doing overtime. Yes. And sometimes they even made it mandatory. Yep. And yeah. even comes home and looks into cases more. I try to play video games and read, and sometimes I bake. So I remember going through training. Yes. And everyone, every single trainer that would come in, or police officer, or whoever had us mm-hmm. for that day, yes. would say, you better get a gym membership. And I was like, that's rude. <laughs> like, I mean, I was young and only yes. like 120 yes. pounds then. So I was like, I don't want Yeah, you're like, why do they keep telling me this? Yeah, everyone kept saying, you're going to get fat. You're going to get fat. You're going to yeah. get fat. Yeah. And I was like, the hell I am? That's so yeah, rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do. You do. You yeah. absolutely well, do. Well, I think that's like a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And, and your, your constant cortisone levels are yes, race spiking because oh of the adrenaline mm-hmm. rush and mm-hmm. the stress mm-hmm. and so that also helps you yeah. gain weight and then eating yeah and then you're sitting yeah for forever. 10 to 12 oh, hours a day sometimes yes. more yes um and then on your days off you're volunteering to come in for overtime to make good money yeah yeah so you really yeah. don't have time and it's you a terrible- need 
I know. <laughs> you need to dedicate that time to yourself. You need to. And they did stress it in training, but you didn't get it. Like, yeah. you're brand new you and you're just thinking, it. like, yeah. whatever, But dude. they also need to provide some sort of something. For sure. They a relaxation room. Exactly. A calm down room. Exactly. A listen to yeah, relaxing a venting things. room or something uh, where there's someone for you class to downstairs. Talk to. Yes, I mean they need to provide these things for dispatchers, and it's so funny because I, I mean we know of several different dispatch centers. I've never heard of anything like this. Yeah, and I it makes you it gives you the feeling that they don't care. Yeah. That's why they don't get people that stay until mm-hmm. they retire. Mm-hmm. They don't get people that know what they're doing for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. These people get so sick of it that they're yeah. like, "Ooh, self care means yeah. I quit." You do get you do get to the point where you're like, yeah. "You know what? Mm-hmm. I've gained all this weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's affecting my health. It's yes, affecting my definitely. mental health." Yeah, you only get a certain amount of days that you can take off vacation, sick, whatever. Yeah. they question every sick day that you have, uh, or they, they do. did with me. They do. They, they do. think that you're lying. Yeah, there's no whatever. like. Oh, you want to take a personal day? Here you go. It's like a big deal. A and it's because... Yeah. Uh, it's a drill. <laughs> yeah, they drill you. Oh, yeah. They're like, were you out drinking? Were oh, you out yes. a club? Were you, I bet you drank last night and that's why you're not coming in. And it's like, it's none of your business, dude. It's so if weird. If I feel like exactly. I need I a mental health day, I know. then you say nothing. Exactly. I call in and I say, mm-hmm. I am sick for the well, day. Well, seriously, like who wants say, okay. the person on the other end of the phone to be a person that doesn't want to be there. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's taking a huge risk, it too. It really making is. Making you come in when oh you're sick no gosh. matter what. I mean, exactly. I've been in there oh, with pneumonia. So sick. I've been so in, sick. I mean, you go in Not sick even because being who else breathe? is going to do yep. your job? I know. So crazy. And you do get attached and worried. You're worried about the officers that yes. you're helping keep safe. Well, then you're worried about your coworkers. coworkers you're even yeah. worried about, like, citizens. overworked. Yeah. And so you feel bad taking mm-hmm. a day off. I went in with an IV one time into work. Yeah, me too. Like, I've gone in with an IV, yep, it's to just work ridiculous. before, too. Oh, my God. I mean, crazy. and mental health day, we got one. One a year. I don't even remember having any. And you would one say, a year? Come yeah, on. you would say, I'm taking a mental health day and you would get made fun of. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, great. That's that's yeah. awesome. They'd be like, oh, please, you don't need a mental health day. I oh, really? Know. I just took a call yeah. of a guy who killed himself exactly. in front of his mom. Yep. And I got to listen to her cry for two hours because they couldn't find her. It, it's something where if they know that you just took that call or whatever, it should be mandatory for them to be like, here you go. I mean, they do that you with have police the, officers. Right. You have the next shooting. day off. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, whatever. Yep. It is so strange They scoop that up they a don't. police officer who just shot somebody or even shots fired. Yep. And they put him in a patrol car. And then they take him back to uh, the police department. And mm-hmm. he's off until they can investigate and see right. what it was, blah, right. blah, blah. And during those days, they should be offering them. Yeah. Like some sort of mental health yeah. services. Like, oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Critical incident team. What are we going to do? We got to do something. Gotta we got to stand up for yeah. these guys. We got to, exactly. That's why we are doing this series is just kind of to make people aware, aware of what happens, what kind of calls we do actually take. I mean, that first one that we just did in our first 911 series, if you haven't listened to it, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and go go back and listen to it because those 
are calls that would haunt your dreams. Oh, for sure. I mean, give me a break. Okay. So this one says, do you get a lot of repeat callers? If Mm -hmm. so, do you get a list of previous calls? Example, like a history of domestic violence, or do you see information about prior calls and every single, like a certain address would bring up the calls that came with that address yeah. right so like if there was a history Double of domest- house, yeah. domestics or whatever sometimes Drugs. they've even come up with like a hazard on a certain mm-hmm. person that lives there mm-hmm. and like when you respond this is what you should take care of yeah. or this always person send wants two people exactly. always send more than two yep, people yeah so that's they have good a, a tack dog in the backyard don't go back there so that's good you could also pull up the history from that address and it'll show you how many times they've been there yeah that was very helpful Mm -hmm. and we definitely use that every single i did every single time every single call i looked in the history because that's sometimes how you found out the critical information exactly Um, i remember sending officers another dispatcher had sent officers to this address and i was sitting on the other side I just happened to look in the history and it said that it was condemned for meth lab, right? Oh so like goodness. they had had okay. a meth lab and they closed that house. Okay. Out and it is condemned, condemned. because exactly. even the slightest bit of meth in a house yep. can destroy your health. Yeah. So um, the officers are arriving there. Yes. I'm telling that dispatcher, hey, hey, did you see in the history? It's yes. got a health advisory. It's condemned. Don't have yeah. them go in there. But there were homeless people like squatting oh, in this okay. abandoned house. Oh, no. They had gone in oh. already by oh, the time shoot. she told them. So they're standing in the basement as she's telling them the and information. And they're like, great. Yeah. So they had to go through decon. They had to take off everything oh, and no. get washed down. Their yeah. uniform goes in a bag and they have to go get another one. And Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you got to hurry about that kind of stuff. You got to look into it. because poor officers, like, they don't know, you know? And they have gotten cancer and lung problems. I would seriously, you know, I think it's Japan where a lot of times you see people wearing those masks. Yes. My God, I swear if I was an officer, I'd probably wear one constantly. They go into houses They do. Disgusters Mm -hmm. and... Just, just in b- really bad conditions, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Really bad. So this one is says, how much of an emotional mental toll does it take being a emergency dispatcher? I've always been interested in doing it, but I worry about my mental health. Well, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Um, the answer one of the ladies gave was, it's different for everyone. I think it just depends on how you handle stress and different triggers. Our profession has a high turnover yes. and burnout rate, for sure. Yep. For a reason. When we are underappreciated <laughs> and a lot of agencies don't treat their dispatchers like they are first responders. Right. Which means that their mental health needs are not met. I know for me that from the very, very beginning, so from training... I'm going through training thinking, there's no way. I can't be this person. Like, I am way too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I will probably cry on every single call. Yeah. Right? But I did end up liking it. I think, though, that by my sixth year, which is, I mean. A ton. It's, it's okay. But people stay for a lot longer than that. 
And some people and only some people stay yeah, for month. a few months. Yeah. Exactly. But by then, I think that a big reason for me was I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know this stuff anymore. I don't want to know that the person that lives down the street from me is into, you know, drugs or, or yeah, just weird stuff. Yeah, bizarre. exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to know what's going on or why they're doing this or whatever. There was a lot of times that stuff with kids mm-hmm. would bug mm-hmm. the crap out of me. Yeah, that's- Didn't you take some calls where kids would fall out the window or something like uh, that? That was yeah. the worst. Yes. It ended up being my hairdresser. Terrible. <laughs> I'm so weird with emotions and I'm sure it does stem from Yeah, from dismatch. having to deal with this because you're supposed to repress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was an awful call where, and people, people don't realize this. And so this is a tip as well mm-hmm. for your kids. One of my biggest oh, fears yes. is windows. I guess I have a fear it, of me windows, too. right? Me too. But people, even if they're closed window, if you put a dresser, if you put a bed, if you put something that a kid can climb onto mm-hmm. and are leaning against a window or something, even if there's still a screen in there, mm-hmm. They can fall out of that window. And I cannot tell you how many times that we had little kids. But this one was where a window was above a driveway. It's like my house. I think of this all the time when they're up there. It was, exactly. And the little boy and his friend from down the road had been jumping, like getting onto the back of the bed and then jumping onto the bed. You know, like that's so much fun for kids to do. But behind there was a window that was open and it was just a screen. Mm -hmm. So when he got up onto the headboard to stand, he kind of leaned backwards Mm -hmm. into the screen, which made him fall. And that was about a 10 foot fall. And there was, I mean, there there was nothing that you could do. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, then I got obsessed with that call. And like, I just kept, I mean, because I heard the officer come over, he had the shaky voice. Yes. I can't even imagine having to respond to that. Yeah. And he was like, uh, no, he's, he's echo, which means that he's passed gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that they had to go get the mom from down the street because it was not the person who lived there's kid. It was a neighbor's kid. Okay. I know. So like you have to worry about that with other. Oh Yeah. People. I freak out. I, I have freaked out at my mm-hmm. kids before because I've come home and can see them playing in the window with even the the window open a little or anything. Yeah. And I freaked out and been like, what are you doing? Get yeah. away from that window. I don't care how old you are. Mm-hmm. Stay away from that window. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we do have a bed right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's my teenager's bed. But Still, anybody yeah. that is up there, I'm like, get away from the window. Yeah. What is wrong with you? You know? Yeah, I get really scared. But that's, you know, with me and working there, I just, seriously. I mean, we've talked about this several times if you listen to our podcast. But I don't remember anything. <laughs> I really don't. I know. Yeah, I've blocked don't it worry, all guys, out. Don't worry, guys. We're taking her to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but I've blocked most of it out. And I probably have some sort of PTSD. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after that day, I think it was, I think I had the weekend off. And then I went back and I looked into that case to see mm. if it said anything else. And 
I wanted to read the officer's report on it. Oh, you did. What is wrong with I me? I know. I've done that several times, so too. Then, and it makes it so much worse. Yeah, the little boy was six. Mm. And it did say that there was brain matter on the driveway. Okay. That's how hard he... Of course, though. Yeah. Of course. And It is a then, very long drop. Yeah, then, mm-hmm. like, a couple weeks later, I went in to get my hair done and there was like a jar and it had this picture of a little kid oh, and it no. said please help this person who cuts my hair mm-hmm. and i and i was like oh i had an appointment she's like oh they were supposed to call you she's not going to be in for a little while because this and happened. then they said that and i knew that i had taken yes. that call i had looked into that Did case you i had re- i just was in shock i was yeah. like oh okay i never went back I Never. wouldn't either. I I'm just, not kidding. I can't. Yeah. I yep. cannot. So I can't sad. tell her that yeah. I took that call no. of her kid. No. Nope. <gasps> nope. And that awful. was one of my very last calls that I took. And I can't remember whose kid it was now. Remember, we didn't take medical calls, but we took police. But sometimes medical calls would come to us. Yeah. If they were like way too busy or busy. something. We would take and their overflow. Yeah, yeah, we would take their overflow. So I took a call from someone that I knew. And like grew up yeah, with, I've and their son was choking on a piece of candy, so I had to like <gasps> her, and they were telling me that he was turning blue oh, and all no. this stuff. And of course, I was like calm as can be. I know it's right? weird. Yeah, huh? and so took out the cards, telling them, helping them through. They did finally get it out. They did like the Heimlich or whatever. <sighs> they did finally get it out. You hear the um Baby the breathe. boy, yeah cry start to cry or whatever then the mom starts to cry tells me thank you i don't know if i need anybody um it's okay i when i got off that call i seriously cried my face off well what if you were doing that in real life (laughs) i know i know and so i was never told that story what your son in my care It was probably the scariest. Yeah, I was at work that day. Uh, yeah. It was so crazy. Be careful of plastic and okay, little kids, so please. Trish and I have, <laughs> our oldest sons are two weeks apart. Two weeks. So they basically look like twins. Yeah. So when she worked, we worked opposite schedules. So when she so worked. So that we could yeah, take care of each other. I would other's watch kids. the two of them. Mm-hmm. When I worked, she would watch the two of them. Yes. Well, they were just barely crawling. Yeah. So what? Just barely. Like, like four months, maybe. Four or five months. Yeah. And one of the food, jars of food, you know how you take off the plastic like baby food, yeah. Uh-huh. So you'd like peel down and then take off the plastic. plastic. Well, it was like this tiniest part, but it was jagged on each side yeah. of it. Like a rectangular uh-huh. shaped piece of clear plastic. Clear plastic. Exactly. And it had fallen onto the floor. Mm-hmm. And they were crawling around. I think they were chasing like a car or mm-hmm. something. And the next thing I knew, I looked over at Zach. Mm-hmm. And he was face down in the rug and kind of was like moving weird. So I picked him up. I was yes. like, Zachary, I pick him up. And I can see that his lips are already turning blue. Oh, my God. And he's doing oh this God. weird noise. I mean, you would think I'm a dispatcher. I do this for a living. <laughs> I could stay calm. Right, right. It was my nephew, and yes. I was losing it, man. So I, I tried you called everything. Me? Yeah, I called she you. She called me because I was at work. She says, what do I do? And I go, call 911. She's at 911, and she says, call 911. Call 911. 
And I just stood up and said, I have to leave. Well, she said, do you think, because I had, at this point, I had tried the baby Heimlich, where you put them on your forearm Mm -hmm. and you're patting their back and you have them kind of tilted downward so their head is towards the ground. I had tried that, patting, patting, patting. Nothing was coming out. Mm -hmm. I tried a finger swipe. Nothing Nothing. was there that you could see or grab onto at all. Just tons of this like mucusy saliva was coming out of his mouth so for some reason i called trish (laughs) and she's like do you think i should come and i was like yes and she was crying oh my she was very worried and And scared so she's like okay and she's like i'll call cody and have him go up come yeah come up there and by that point i got off the phone i had him on my lap standing yes i used my thumbs yes which is not actually a Oh, it isn't? No, it's not. Oh, okay. But when I did that, I noticed that he kind of gagged. Gagged, and I could see something. Pushed again, like the Heimlich from his little ribs Uh up into the sternum. I pushed, and it went, and I was able to grab the plastic. He took the biggest deep sigh of relief uh, but it had cut his little th- cut his little throat so there was blood oh and then shit. cody came in and i'm bawling hysterically <laughs> right <laughs> and it was the yeah. scariest thing i've ever gone through yeah. and i put him on the ground because he had been he wanted to get down and he's acting like nothing ever happened to him he's perfectly fine <laughs> then like two minutes later trisha comes running in both of them frantic I'm the only one who looks in distress. Yeah. Oh my I'm like goodness. Balling my face Ugh. off. And I'm like That's terrible. I swear guys, yeah. he he was not good. He yeah. was not okay. And they're like, Well, he looks like he's doing good. But then we find out that like oh if that happens and you have to go to the emergency room, they cannot see that on no, an X ray. It's clear. Because it's clear, yeah. And Ugh. they can't determine where to go to cut it out or anything. Yes. So thank God. Oh my God. Oh my then a few God. years later. Yes. <laughs> Don't ever leave me with kids. And then I have my own. But then, yeah, Zach comes over. My I had had another baby by then. So he. And I was pregnant with my third. Yeah. And yeah. he was crawling. So we had baby gates everywhere so that he couldn't get into toilets or go on the stairs yes, or anything. Of and Trish leaves me to go to her baby <laughs> doctor appointment, you know. Yeah. And so I have Zach and her middle kid. And to go to the bathroom there was a baby gate yeah because they don't want their kid playing in the water whatever he climbs over this baby gate and falls and trips like his shoe gets stuck and falls and the only (laughs) corner in the entire house that does not have like a rounded corner and there was no like baseboard at the bottom it was just like metal right and that's why and he He falls forward hits the top of his head yeah blood okay. everywhere Jaden runs that way because he I hear the crash and then I hear him start to cry so I'm headed that way but Jaden gets there first and he turns around he's in shock Jaden's like mom is neck that's what he said his neck yes, his which... neck is bleeding and I'm like what I turn the corner and it is his head the top yeah. of his head is squirting, squirting. I can't believe like no I know. I don't blood. know if I would do good with this. Blood you are calm was, as can be. It looked like a massacre. <laughs> yes. 
was it yes. was everywhere. And I immediately well, wanted you say to you flip put out. I immediately put my hand, hand on it mm-hmm. on there and, and I could, could feel, feel it underneath coming up like yeah, like that. So I hurried picked him up and he was like <gasps> you could tell he was in shock right and he after after i picked him up i looked at him i said zach look at me and he looked at me how old uh, so that was six years ago probably nine he was probably nine years old okay yeah and he no no younger than that six six from 13 and yeah. not nine no not no. at all he's so, he's six or seven. Oh yes yeah. So he, seven. I, I said, think, look at yeah. me, Zach, look at me. And he looked and I said, your head bleeds a ton. So it could be the tiniest little wound. Let's yes. check it out. Just stay calm. And he stopped crying, stopped screaming. Yeah. Was the calmest, like eerily calm. <laughs> I picked him up. I put him on the counter and my husband's a medic for the army. Yeah. Uh, I said to him, or I said to the other kids, go grab Jared real quick, Kate, because I have to be <laughs> calm for these guys too. Because if I show any sign of panic or fear, exactly. yeah, they will be yeah. like crying. So his shirt that he was wearing was a bloody massacre oh as well. Gosh. And so I had my hand just pressing, mm-hmm. putting pressure. Jared comes in, and he's like, "Let me see." I'm like, "Nope, no." And he's I like, can't let go. Exactly. He's like, Please let me see mm-hmm. what's going on. I need to see how big that is. And I'm like, no, let's just get in the car. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yes. lift my hand. And he's like, Anna, lift your hand. <laughs> we have to see this. So he does. We get it all cleaned off. And it is, it was it was it a was gash. Big. He did end up with two staples. I thought yep. it was four. Oh. Staples. No, but I think it was just two. two. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was just Anyways, two. Anyways, Jared wraps <laughs> His whole entire head (laughs) gauze and like yeah, and he was fine. Yeah, we had switched his shirt. Yeah, so by the time Trish came, I mean, I called her and told her obviously how how that got cleaned up. (laughs) Jesus Christ, no, my my oh my god. So the gates down, and I have a dog. (laughs) They cleaned up the mess. He's, that's all we have to say. He's ro- he's Roman. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. He is a beagle and basset hound mix. And yeah. I go over there to mop up the massacre and there's none. And I'm like, oh what? Oh, my God. You're like, hey, wait. Then I was sick. So sick down. Oh, oh, my You're like, you're God. staying outside. That I'm is like, disgusting. do not come in here. Oh, you, my oh. God. Yes. And poor Zach. But by the time Trish got there, she's yeah. like, do you think that he needs to go to the emergency? I'm like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And she's like, let me talk to him. He sounds fine. And he did. Yes, but when I saw it, I was like, okay, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And we took him to the emergency room and they were like, he is going to need staples, which is so scary because they're like, "Um, it's going to hurt. Like crazy. He doesn't even make any noise. So yeah, so strange. We were so scared that yeah. he lost so much blood, and that's why he was yeah. home. Yeah. Because we were like, we kept asking him questions. <laughs> we were like, hey, do you that... still have that picture somewhere? Yes. Where his should. head is like completely ra- wrapped up. They're like eating what? Suckers. Popsicles or something. I had suckers. <laughs> I was willing to do any and everything to make him 
okay and comfortable. It was crazy. Aww, oh, poor, poor worst. guy. I know. And then I was like, Trisha, never leave your kids with me ever again. <laughs> yeah. I can't well, handle the tragic. My, te- my kids versus me spilling every second of my life. I think we're even... <laughs> Because I spill every time I'm over What did Jaden get? Um, glue stick. Or no, <gasps> glow stick. Glow stick in, in his, his eyes. eyes. And mouth. Oh, because shoot. he was chewing on it. Biting That's what happened. It, of course. Yes. But he goes as stiff as a Okay. So don't bite on glow sticks. They're toxic. Toxic. Yeah. So he had like these weird glow stick swords or something. And for some reason, he decided to bite on it, and it... He's what, how old? Like, four? Five? It must have been about four. And he was wearing some sort of superhero costume or something. I don't even know. But I looked over right as it happened. So it squirts, goes in his eye, sums in his mouth, and it stings, like, from the very beginning. So I grab him. I'm trying to shove him in the sink to flush his eye out. He was straight as a board and he's the tiniest kid i mean so skinny scrawny not any meat on his bones and so i lift him up and i'm like flushing out his eye and telling him to give me his tongue and everything oh my god and he did go straight as a board yep but he was okay and but you can even tell on his clothes that never came out no that glow stuff never came out of it oh And then we had, I had another friend of mine, Angie. She watched Jaden when he was about two. Yes. Oh. And who knew this? See, these are great mom tips here, yes. too, on our 911. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she had a couple cats. I think they, she had four, three okay. or four. He climbed underneath her bed. There were already two cats underneath her bed. Mm-hmm. And they got into a fight <gasps> with oh, him no. underneath there. Okay, oh, my. And he was a baby. He, he was, was like so little. Maybe not even two. Barely two. Oh, he was but so, so teeny. I show up to pick him up. She doesn't call me while I'm at work. <laughs> Nothing. So I walk in and Angie's standing there like all like wide eyed and just kind of like. Ugh. And I look over at. Jaden and I'm like, oh, he's got marker, like red pen all oh, over his face, right? Oh, yeah. And she's all, don't freak out. And I'm like, what? And she's all, the cats. And so then I realized that's not pen. Yes. Those are scratch marks oh everywhere. My God. All over his face, oh my all God. over the top of his and head. And it was pretty bad on the top. The top of his head from his forehead till a little ways back was it wasn't gaping open to where you would no. think it needed stitches, stitches. or anything mm-hmm. but it had already scabbed over by that oh. by the time I got there so we'd use that Moder- Moderma oh, yeah, Moderma yeah and nice. everything on his face cleared up but that one on his head is still a scar to still? this day oh, so they goodness. cut his hair specifically to like Make that apart. Blend it in. Oh, yeah. Cute. Yeah. Oh my but when gosh. I went to the doctors uh, a few months later, he was like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, there were these cats at my friend's mm-hmm. house and they got the top of his head. And he said, uh, he should have definitely been brought in. Oh, my gosh. He of says cats? cats claws are the yes. worst because they dig in their litter and, oh, and stuff. Yeah. So he's like, you're lucky that didn't get infected. And it looks like it could have used a few stitches. And I'm oh, like, no. what? I'm oh, the worst gosh. parent ever. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh. No, no, that's crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. It was so nuts. So crazy. Well, oh, I have one more tip before yeah. we go. Is on. I thought this was interesting. On that same questions that they were asking, one of the girls said, have you ever thought to take pictures and document anyone, like your kids, your moms, anyone's tattoos and where they are on their body? And no, I've never thought of that at all. And I've never really told mom exactly where all my tattoos are either. So if they find a body, recover a body, sometimes the only thing that they have to go on his scars, marks, and t- tattoos. Yeah. And so... That's right. Like, you think of it for criminals, but you don't think of it for yourself. Yeah. And That's so a great a idea. lot of um, people were saying, yeah, I take pictures of my scars. I have a, a folder on my phone that says, in case of an emergency, and they have pictures of their tattoos. Yes. And their scars, a big mole, like any yeah, identifying that's thing a good that you idea. have on you. Yes. Just in case. I mean, yeah. that's horrible to oh, think of, is, but, but at least mm-hmm. you would helpful know. too. I mean, there was a case that they had gone into. The only thing that they had was their body was so decomposed. Oh, they no. didn't even know how old. Okay. And there was just like the smallest bit of a tattoo that was a flower. Uh-huh. They kept putting a description out there if anyone is missing a loved one had they this have flower this tattoo, tattoo it was exactly. located on the and the mom of that person had no idea they didn't even know they had a tattoo there no well that no. is weird yeah. yeah and so people were like oh my gosh that is such a good idea yes, to have somebody document definitely. that down somewhere definitely and yeah. that way if somebody goes missing you will know identifying things about them which is horrible but there's a that's a tip, I guess. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Anyways, this has been a kind of a weird yeah. one. Where yeah. we like just... But at least um, we answered some of those questions yeah. because, yeah. And then, you know, we got to be entertaining you with our stories, too. Yeah. I don't know why I went on that tangent. Who knows? <laughs> it all has to do with 911. Yes, it does. Those are our emergencies. Yeah. <laughs> where we should have called 911, exactly. but we just took it upon ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll keep listening. Next time we're going to do a story on one of the things, crimes, or something that's happening in our area. Yeah, and I think we might have an interview week. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That'll be so much fun. All right. Keep listening. Thanks. See ya. Bye.